providing inspiration and community for women in business of Middle Tennessee. This is Powered by Her with Tiffany Anton. partners at Harper's Rare Books and Collectibles. Owner Louis Matheny supports local artists and we are excited to announce Andrea Kruzka Photography is having her first ever art show. It starts on July 15th in the upstairs gallery of Harper's. Harper's Rare Books is a community supporter of local arts. Reach out to Louis if you're interested in featuring your art at Harper's. To learn more about Harper's Rare Books and Collectibles, head over to harpersrarebooks.com or check them out on Facebook. So excited about our new partnership with Brandon Parrish from Mortgage Investors Group. If you are looking for financing options for a new home purchase or even refinancing your current mortgage, call Brandon. I have worked with Brandon multiple times and he has answered all of my questions in the finance process. He is available to answer questions and make the overall process feel a little less confusing and easier. Brandon Parrish, NMLS number 869942. Mortgage Investors Group is an equal housing lender, NMLS number 34391. Welcome to Power by Her, I am Tiffany Anton. Thank you to our sponsors today, you can go and check them out. If you want to check out more about Power by Her, you can head over to powerbyhercommunity.com. Today we have the co-owner of The Grinder House in Crossville, Angela Chastain. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. So what would you say Grinder House is? Because it's so much more than just a coffee shop. It really is. Um, when we took over, it was it was more a coffee shop. We've developed the, the restaurant side of it um, more and more, just knowing that we had to. Um, it's it's now evolved into a listening room on, you know, one of the prime listening rooms. The Asa would say the prime listening room yeah. on the Cumberland Plateau. But uh and this has all just happened organically for us and just the support we've had and the people that have, you know, jumped on board to help us a little bit. So you took over the coffee shop when? Um, we actually officially took over July 7th of 2017. Okay, so, so about five years now right, almost. Yep. Um, and so what made you even get into the coffee business industry? Well, um, <sighs> We, I met Asa, my fiance, I met him online, uh -huh. and my husband had passed a, the year prior. And um, after we met and got to know each other, we started thinking, well, let's just do a business together. And so we did, and I had worked um, at Starbucks for fun as a outlet for me on top of my corporate, corporate job, you yeah. know, and so, I just like, well, I kind of know coffee, and we found this coffee shop up here. We came and visited, and we just fell in love. So you weren't, you weren't in Crossville at the time? No, no, we were down in Georgia. Okay, and yeah. so you thought, let's move to rural Tennessee yep, yep. <laughs> and take over this coffee shop. Did you, at that time, um, and you, you mentioned that you worked in corporate America, mm -hmm. did you think, had you had business experience, or did you think, yeah, I'd be interested in owning my own business or running... It, it's Co funny, I've never in my life thought about really owning my own business mm -hmm. because I had a, a great, great job, mm -hmm. you know, and I just, um, but then when my husband passed and I just was like, wow, there's got to be more to life than this and uh, makes you realize that, you know, life is short. So 
Um, no? Well, and, and working for yourself, I think, you know, you kind of think, okay, well, I can kind of have the freedom to live the life a little bit more of what I want than, right. um, like you said, life is short. And so let's, let's do what we want to do with right. life. Right. So you, you, you start doing things in 2017. Right. And one of the things I want to point out that's so unique about the Grinder House mm -hmm. is that you sell, what a listening room is, is that you sell tickets for local artists um, and, and you really have um, a heart for music in, in the Grinder House. We do. And so what, what, where did that come from? Where did that, where was that drive and push to um, start that? Well, when we took over, they would have open mic night and sometimes that was not real pleasant. I mean, sometimes it was funny, but so it was funny how it just evolved that somebody knew somebody that, oh, they'll come sing for a couple hours one night. Let's just kind of do a show. And it just organically grew from there. Well, and, and most of the venues, there's a lot of places in this town, mm -hmm. in this area, on the Upper Cumberland, that do have live music. Right. But the focus is not the music. Right. The focus is having dinner. Right. It's uh, drinking a beer. Right. It's not um, here you're going to buy tickets. Right. You're going to know where you're sitting. Right. You're going to um, be able to have dinner and, and drinks during the show. Correct. But you're expected to pay attention to the show. Exactly. And was that a little scary at the time to kind of think, because there's a big difference between an open mic night where right. you're just, um, people can be chatting and not really paying attention. Exactly. exactly. Was it scary to kind of put that out there of saying, no, we're going to expect you to pay attention. <laughs> it was. And in the initial uh, beginning when we did, you know, really focus on being a listening room, um, we fought a little bit with, with, you know, customers that would get upset. We even had a t-shirt that was a funny thing for a short time, said I got shushed at the grinder house. <laughs> um, but you know what? It's funny. Just this year had we started charging the tickets. Yeah. We, we did this, you know, just the the artists came and played for tips. Um, we always fed them really good, and, and we'd always make sure if that tip jar didn't look, we would, you know. So we just loved music so much and had this intimate concert. But once we started charging for the tickets, it kind of changed the level, or not level, but just people know they're buying tickets, they know they're going to a listening room versus mm -hmm. like, oh, they've got live music at Grinder House tonight. Yeah. Let's just walk in. And, you know, um, so it's been incredible. We've just kind of not really gone to or studied deeply the Bluebird in Nashville, mm -hmm. but that's kind of how we've emulated ourselves a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, and so the evolution over the past five years, um, was there any time taking over a new business that's, that's even an established business? It, it can be hard to to change things? Was there ever a time where it was like, well, we're way in over our head. This is not what we expected. Absolutely. And I probably was the worst one of the two of us. But um, yeah, because it was just so much change. And I, honestly, we both worked in corporate America and we both did, um, Asa was an engineer, did all kinds of different, different engineering projects, even in Dubai. Um, so we just, in hindsight, we kind of realized we just treated each uh, challenge as a project mm -hmm. and it we did it with our project management skills that we had learned in corporate and um, yeah I mean because when we took over they were writing the orders on sticky pads so we did the whole POS yeah. with yeah. the tickets and everything and yeah. and developed the kitchen um, yeah and further. do you have um so you had some Starbucks experience but then yeah. having it running a kitchen is a whole nother beast yeah Asa 
Asa is the cook. I mean, he's a much better cook. He's taught me a whole lot. Yeah. He really has. Um, his passion was food and kitchen. So he kind of took over that and I kind of took over the, the barista in front of house, yeah. uh, having known a little bit about coffee. I know by, by no means a guru, but um, yeah, it's just funny how we had our own little niches and then we, you know, they had to work together so that we just kind of worked it out. And yeah. there's been a lot of change and some people, you know, don't like change, but we always tell them. How have you managed that? How have you managed to, you know, sometimes when you're fighting some opposition, especially in your customers, that can be tough. So how do you manage, it is. Um, it is. Um, especially when you, the shushing, I mean, it was, it was sure a funny thing. It was. But some people, they had been used to coming to their coffee shop, getting their coffee and Correct. having maybe some live music in the background, but not, right. not want, that wasn't the vibe they were going right, for. Right, right. Um, it just got to be, you know, and it got to be where our guests would shush the table that got too loud. And so what we did, one thing we did, we eliminated any more than six people at a table. Just, you know, to try to keep, because we know people are going to want to visit, and we just ask them to use their inside voice and and just keep their phones turned down because we are, you know, videoing. And um, people have paid the tickets to hear the stories these songwriters, uh, singer-songwriters yeah. tell. And uh, So I had come out, you um, you had done an event for women in music. Yes. And so what? where was the inspiration? I know some of it was... Um, the the artists themselves correct but you really supported that as well and so what made you kind of feel like that was a valuable well you know just in these five years that we've been doing this I you know not for I'm looking for it but I do see where women it's a challenge has to be a challenge for women in you know in Nashville in you know probably in any kind of music but where we're at mm -hmm. um and, and Melissa Ellis, who was the one who kind of spearheaded, and this was her idea, came to us, and she had planned on doing it at another venue, but she was like, man, do you think we could do it two nights and, and you know, and, and do it right? And I said, heck yeah, let's yeah. do it, girl. And she got incredible support from the other three artists that came and played, and those shows were magic. One of the um, artists was Lily Wynn, who yeah. did um, her band the Smoky Nights has our theme song for the Powered by Her this That's season. Cool. And cool. so um, I've been really just excited about how the connection and community of everything. How do you feel like Grinder House has, um, creates that community for people? So what do you think it's done for the Crossville or, or the Upper Cumberland, like you said? Yeah, and you know what, coffee shops tend to be, if they're a good coffee shop, I want to say they, yeah. Asa, knowing restaurants, and he didn't know coffee shops so much, and that's my fiance, Asa. Um, you know, we'd have these people come in, and and they would buy coffee, and maybe later buy lunch, but they would sit there all day and use our Wi-Fi. He was like, What's, I said, Asa, that's a coffee shop. Coffee yeah. shops are where people, you know, come. They know it's a central place where they have access to Wi-Fi or, you know, just, and we've had several meetings, we have church groups, you know, and it's just all evolved in that way. And we encourage it. We just encourage it. We don't feel like we are in competition with anyone, you know, Dunkin' Donuts opened or whoever. I'm like, you know, we do what we do. Yeah. And, and I think in the United States or even worldwide coffee and coffee shops, people, you know, will steer away from certain ones and they do, they will gravitate towards um, highly rated 
coffee mom and pop shops yeah. you know that do coffee and we feel like we do it right if you had to say um the one thing that you feel like you guys are really doing the best like what your standout characteristic what do you i mean you just mentioned their coffee right do you think that that's what's your standout i really think of the music aspect right um because that's so different than you know there are a lot of coffee shops right. in town there are there are and you know what but I go back and if you look over our uh, reviews and things like that, um, it's kind of a trifecta of the three. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's the coffee and it is the great food and, uh, you know, we just, we weren't even going for it other than we personally liked what we were doing when we went from styrofoam to just paper boxes and we've been recognized by a group for, you know, for the uh, being eco-friendly yeah. in that regard. Except we tried paper straws and people don't like them, no, but, those but are, I don't bet. Those are rough sometimes. <laughs> but I think that's the learning curve of running a business. You it try is. something new and you see what works and what doesn't. Um, how is this better or worse than your corporate job? Well, <laughs> the first three and a half years, Asa and I, we were hands-on. We were employees. Um, and there were days when you, you just never turned it off. Okay. You know, it was just constant. Um, and now we live right almost on the premises. We kind of call it the compound because oh, it's gosh. just funny. Um, there's a house and then the drive through and then the shop on Main Street. Um, we, you know, we can kind of make our own hours because now we have a great general manager. Her name's Michelle and she's phenomenal. She allows us to stay in the, you know, people say that we don't see you as much and we're right there, but we're doing the marketing, we're doing the music. That's almost a whole business in itself, yeah. just dealing with the, you know, the professionals that we're, because we're going up yeah. and dealing with people that have contracts that you have to, you know. Yeah. So it's exciting. How have you learned that whole process? Like, you know, knowing how to do contracts in the music industry. And well, that. you know, a lot of the ones they are the if they have a contract, they have the contract, yeah, and we bring just it to yeah, you. and we you know we have some good people, some good friends that are, you know, regulars at the shop that we lean yeah. on for, like a lawyer, and they will just kind of look at her. Oh, this is just standard, and yeah. and but you know they may have specifications in there, but typically it's not been hard. It's really not, and Asa is great at that side of it um i've backed up and really am doing the marketing because in my corporate job that was hospitality carpet but i also worked in getting the designs to trade shows and to marketing so that's helped me in that that realm kind of and, and probably uh, feeds that that desire of you know getting the word out and correct con yeah. connections and contacts yeah yeah so growing up did you ever think that you would own a business what was your, or were you really into music? What What was 10 year old Angela? What was she oh, gonna do 10 with 10 year old Angela wanted to be a jockey, okay. a, a gymnast. Okay. Okay. And then later, a little bit later, I wanted to be a marine biologist. Okay. So crazy things. And physical, out, out, you know, yeah. nature-y kind of thing. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but then I, I played basketball in uh, high school and then in college and kind of, couldn't decide what I wanted to do and and kind of stepped away for a college ball back in the early 80s wasn't is is nothing like it is now you know yeah. maybe for Tennessee Pat Summit you know yeah but, yeah but um I don't know and, and then I just gravitated and I was at um it was called Mohawk Industries originally it was called Darken Pattern Carpet but 
Um, I got in on the ground level and kind of got into the design aspect of it, not having a degree, um, and learned a lot. Yeah. You know, I, I feel fortunate in that regard because a lot of people don't have those opportunities nowadays, and I think, wow. And how long did you work for, for uh, that? 24 years. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's a, a big change of the, the workforce now is that people change a lot of what they're doing. Even yeah. if they start a business that they really like, they'll pivot and they'll they'll start, you know, and then do something else and people yeah. really change. But I think that there is something to be said for that value of staying with a company for, you know, I think my dad worked for my, for his company for 35 years and mm -hmm. it's like, you just grow, you gain so many skills, you, right. um, and people can see you evolved and, the, right. and that's, that's kind of interesting. And I tell you, the gentleman that owned that original Durkin pattern carpet, he sang the praises of women. He had three daughters that worked for the company and he always embraced yeah. the women that he said oh I couldn't do this without the women yeah so, and he that's, always made and especially in, in you know 80s and 90s mm -hmm. and you know I think there's a, a big push for women in the workforce and women owning businesses now Correct. Um, but I still think that there is some some difficulties that that women face like you said women in music um, that not all the opportunities are always the same and and right. to, to be able to have a, a platform where you have a, a night where it's three, four women that right. you know are interacting together, and um, just being able to showcase that. And yeah, and I mean each night had its magic, you know, because they differed just a little bit, yeah. um, even in some of the songs that were sang. But I was just, I was amazed. I yeah. was just, I, I thought this is magic. It yeah. really is. Well, and there was there was so much where it just they would pick up and, and work together. Exactly. I like that. I think um, in all business, all aspects, male, female, mm -hmm. um, that collaboration um, is so important. And and that was kind of the collaboration come, come together in music. Right. But I think that that's really, I, I think there's something magical about the Upper Cumberland in general. But in the business world, I think um, kind of being able to figure out how to come together and, and not make everything so competitive really. Right, right. Be... And I've never felt competitive with anybody. I, you know, I, people ask me if there's a good Italian, I'll recommend, you know, I'm like, yeah. yeah I'm like, well, yeah. like you said, there's other coffee shops in town. Right, there We're going to keep doing what we do. We want right. to do what, you know. Right. So what do you see, um, kind of, what, what's the future plans? Where do you see in the next five, ten years? Well, five, ten years. Um, well, I'm <laughs> actually, I'm turning 60 today. Oh, happy birthday! Well, thank you. Um, so this is kind of a day of like, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> but a now, podcast and yeah, a birthday. Exactly. Um, you know, that's one thing that in hindsight, in reading now, when you do buy a business, they're like, okay, you should see the big picture all the way through to an exit strategy. Yeah. We didn't do that. Yeah. But, but it's been great the the learning you know and there's times it hurt yeah. <laughs> you know to learn the hard way but we just laugh and and so i don't know asa and i were just kind of open to listening to god yeah. and letting him tell us where we're supposed to be because we really feel like we're making a difference i have a brother that's a senator down in georgia i know he's doing his thing down there making the world a better place and i honestly feel like asa and i are where we're supposed to be Doing the little bit we do, we have the blood bank come. You know, yeah. we we have uh, we just try to make it a community spot where everybody yeah. is welcome and and uh, and partnerships with those with other. This, yeah, yeah, absolutely, and it's amazing. We've had a gentleman come in and teach people how to use their weather weather radios, and um, it's just cool to be that you know 
I think when you have that outlet, I think um, the Biz Foundry kind of has a similar outlet where we can provide to others. And mm -hmm. I feel so much that that fills my servant heart of just being exactly. able to to be a platform for other people to, exactly. to come together. Exactly. I, one of my favorites is we rise by lifting others. Yeah. And I tell that to my staff. You know, I do. Yeah. I said, guys, come on. You know, it's yeah. We rise and think yeah. how good you feel, and you're not doing it for selfish reasons. It's just the world's a better place. Yeah, yeah. You come together. So yeah. you've already talked about you. You're kind of looking at bigger artists, and and do you think that you'll really build up the music scene more? Do you think you'll expand the restaurant? Do you think you would expand the area? Well, the <laughs> you know, at one time we were going to. Uh, there's now a little. Uh, it's a children's clothing store that's next door to us. We actually had the lease on it, and then COVID hit. Oh, yeah. So um, the landlord was nice enough to let us out of that side, and we still did the drive-through during the COVID shutdown. But, um, you know, we and there's a hole upstairs, but it, that would go back to a lot of work. Because, yeah. you know, whew, I don't know if you went upstairs during their photo shoot for the women in music. It's like from the 50s yeah. up there. It's really, so I don't know. We, yeah, we have, and we've had people talk to us about other cities you know not leaving here but Expanding, a franchise yeah, or not yeah. and I just said I look at Ace I said if I was 10 years younger maybe yeah but, um yeah do you, do you have days where you I mean I would imagine um at 60 that there's days where you're like I still got it um, let's do it let's change the world let's do it all and then there's days where you're like I am 60 years old and I am gonna relax. yeah these five years I tell you what turning you know and I don't know what it would have been but the first three and a half years you know Asa and I were trucking milk in every day because yeah. we couldn't get you know the trucks that would deliver couldn't touch the price we could go buy it at Kroger so yeah. so it was physically uh and a lot of hours, but yeah. you know, right now we we're like, okay, now we're owners, yeah, <laughs> kind yeah. of. So you can step back and, and trust in the other people. We and, do, and, and let and, go of things that we both we've learned how to let go of the little, you know, that were pet peeves, and I finally had to change it to. Yeah. They're not pet peeves; they're expectations. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that know. is. I think. So, how do you think? Um, you've learned how to manage people. I think that that's one thing when you start a business and you're passionate about coffee or music mm -hmm. or whatever, um, that's one thing, but learning how to manage people and a team and, yeah. and your expectation is as women, I think we feel, um, we don't want to be that demanding mean person right. to say, these are our expectations. Right. How do you kind of manage that over the past couple of years? Um, you know, in the beginning it was kind of with humor a little bit. And these are my pet peeves, like wiping the chalkboard. If, if you wipe it and it comes back and it dries and it still looks smeared, wipe it one more time, you know? Yeah. And that was the first pet peeve I think. And, but I tried to kind of do it with humor and being their friend somewhat but yeah. you learn I've just learned in these five years where to set boundaries mm -hmm. and it's harder with some people than it is with others I think we treat each person I mean we love our staff we do we do a lot for our staff we really do I mean we they're like family you know they need to float alone it, it just yeah. little things but yeah. you know but um so having uh our general manager She's kind of that buffer for us now, yeah. so I kind of, and she, you know. She'll so take the heat. she take the heat. Yeah, yeah, good cop, bad cop, whatever. Yeah. I don't know, kind of like yeah. that. Yeah, well, no. and I think, like you said, the boundaries are really important. And I think that there's a balance of um, 
being friends and being um, just approachable. Right. And I think that I've, as I've gotten into positions of leadership myself, um, again, as a woman, it's like, ah, I don't want to be demanding and mean, right. but I want to know that I'm approachable. And, and it's, it's kind of like parenting too, you know, if you, if you try and be your kid's friend, you're never going to get anywhere, but it you is. want your kids to be able to approach you. And so it's very similar to that. It is very similar to that. And it's, uh, we, we kid about all of our kids, our yeah. crazy kids, you know, but, yeah. um, yeah. but you know, we've all grown, uh, we really have. Yeah. And, and I just, again, I say, that God has me and Asa where we're supposed to be, and we're just gonna lean and listen. For now, uh, this for is now. the plan, yeah. yeah. So what, what, what do we have coming up in the next? Um, we have, this weekend, we have, once a month, we have a show called Ground in the Round. Uh, Jamie Adamson from Nashville, who's uh, renowned in the circuit over there, he brings two, three artists with him once a month from Nashville, generally, and they come and sing and take turns and tell them their stories. Um, that's coming up this Saturday. Uh, the following Saturday, we have Hits and Grins, which is, um, they're pretty well known. Uh, it's Bill White, Veronica Veneer, and Steve, I cannot think of Steve's last name, but they're kind of a comedy trio. Um, it, it's, it's really funny. I know Bill sings a song about, can I just get a cup of Joe? He goes in a coffee house and he <laughs> yeah. hears all these, can I get a latte, breve, whatever. Yeah, he said, yeah. I just want a cup of Joe. Uh, the next week, we have Town, and Town... They've been coming at least twice a year, I think, for about three years. They're phenomenal. Um, but then the next week we have Lee Nash, um, formerly of, this, of the group Sixpence None the Richer oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. from the 90s, yeah. that little Kiss Me. Yes, and, yeah. uh, she's got the little red pixie haircut yeah. and everything. Um, she's actually married to a gentleman named Stephen Wilson Jr. And he's played in our uh, shop back in February. So I'm hoping he's going to come with her because they do a song or two together. Yeah, well, that's and, great. Uh, yeah. That's that's great. So how can people find your, um, find the schedule and... Yeah, um, I know for certain that it's on Facebook under our events tab. Okay. Um, you can also find us on Eventbrite, Grinder House, um, and also at www.grinderhousecoffeeshop.com. Com. It's a long Grounder, one. Grinderhousecoffeeshop.com. Yes, ma'am. And, and and there's always stuff going on every weekend. You guys yeah, have every Saturday. Something. Our music, our live music's typically on Saturday. The Lee Nash show will be on Friday of that week. Um, and then we and have, you a, have a full menu, so you have dinner. Yeah, we have and dinner, and, and we also have adult beverages, beer and wine, uh, and we do mimosas. We do uh, some wine cocktails and try to dress it up. We do full service on yeah. the music show, so they come in and sit down by candlelight, and we yeah. dim the lights. And also on July second, just real quick, we're having a, a kind of a mini festival in town uh, at the amphitheater. It's going to be a free festival. Um, that we're just kind of giving back to the community for the five years of support, kind of our five-year anniversary. Yeah. Um, and we've got the day lined up with music and food and art vendors that are going to come set up. And uh, it's going to be at the Amps right downtown Dal uh, Dalton, Crossville. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Well, great. Then check it out. Um, head over to Grinder House and check out all the events that they have going on. Great music. It's definitely the hot spot for um, live music in town. So um, thank you so much, Angela, for coming in. Well, it was great you. to have you. And if you want to know more about Powered by Her, head over to PoweredByHerCommunity.com. Be sure to call Brandon Parrish at Mortgage Investors Group of Cookville. 
Brandon Parrish, NMLS number 869942. Mortgage Investors Group is an equal housing lender, NMLS number 34391.